Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Coffee Talk. If you've just joined, Coffee Talks are the short in-between episodes where we read your user-submitted stories, hang out with friends, talk about witchy pop culture, or chat with you about what's going on in our personal practices. If you want to be featured on Coffee Talk, email us at submissions at coffeeandcauldrons.com, or you can send us your submissions on our website, coffeeandcauldrons.com. You can also send us your tips, your ghost stories, or any kind of funny story you think the community would love to hear. Be sure to let us know if we can share your name or if you'd prefer to be anonymous. Your social media usernames are also a great way to get credit. So, so we have a class, a very exciting class. I do yes. want to mention the class before. Because Dude, please. <laughs> we're going to have Ho- Hannah Hawthorne on yes. our Discord um, giving a class on astrology, Astrology 101. Yeah, it's an intro it's to exciting. astrology class. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, she did. She wrote the book, The Magic of Birthdays, which mm-hmm. is all about astrology and the you know the mat- the astrology of birthdays and how to do it magically so amazing we're very excited for the class mm-hmm. and hopefully i'm making sense she's making huh. a powerpoint <laughs> she sent me like little like little teaser like images of it and i'm so mm-hmm. excited i think uh i think it's gonna be really good <laughs> i like that capricorn virgo energy <laughs> typical i wish i i wish i had them like even any amount of that kind of energy in my chart mm-hmm. at all and so it's all water and air <laughs> i'm doing my best we're, we're both doing our best <laughs> so what oh, you've been up goodness. to lately um i've actually been super busy and in a good way busy in a good way, good way. Um, we like busy in a good way I added a new um, offering um, Mm -hmm. option on my website for tarot readings to do them as like a text service. So -hmm. it's kind of more like a, it's for people who really like the video chat option as a theory, but Mm -hmm. like they have social anxiety, they don't want to be on camera, or let's say they're working and they want to be able to talk in the daytime and they just can't schedule that FaceTime kind of Mm -hmm. chat. It, it, it's it's that essentially and i've been loving it because it's just like my day job and so it's something that i'm really like used to and not that i'm not used to the other you know type of tarot reading but i really prefer this format i don't have to like brush my hair (laughs) honestly as a reader and as someone who likes to get their cards read i prefer that method (laughs) i love it and because the thing is is that like i have tarot cards everywhere uh-huh. i've got them in my purse there's one in my car <laughs> i have one in the kitchen i have one at my desk i have tarot cards everywhere so like if i get in as long as i'm next to my cards right mm-hmm. i can answer the question right away if not i can be within tarot cards in like you know 30 minutes or something um and then i can answer their questions and i i like it i like that format a lot <laughs> <laughs> I just, I felt like really personally attacked by you saying all the places you have tarot cards because well, as you were listing them. one deck. So when I say that I have the cards in all those spaces, it's not that I have multiple too many decks. It's not that at all. It's that the, I'm a witch. So the, the cards just 
magic themselves into another room. <laughs> or you just use the tarot decks in your mind's eye. Yeah. You know what's even go. worse about it is that um, all those decks that I just listed that I have places are all different versions of the Rider Waite Smith. They aren't even like fun decks. <laughs> I hate that. I hate when a really cute new version of the Rider Waite Smith deck drops and I'm like, well, shit, I want that one too. Because it's still like the same card. They just like did something different with the colors or something and I'm yeah. like gotta have it I gotta have well, it my day yeah. job, at my day job it's such a fast paced format mm-hmm. that having a like indie deck a pip deck anything like that I literally don't have the time to be like what does this card mean again because it's like you know three rocks and I have to be like <laughs> rocks are oh right they're you know pentacles or whatever you know what I mean what Robin I, is describing <laughs> is mom brain yes we both have it <laughs> so I don't have the time right? I don't have the time to sit and be like what is rocks on this deck Ooh, <laughs> what is that or like even worse is you know the pip decks that just have the numbers oh yeah 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 and I'm like ah you want me to do Roman numerals for 13? So I'm like, I sat there going, all right, jacks, pages, and, and like doing the math. I don't have time for that. So I have to have Rider Wade Smith because I just, I don't have time to pause on stuff at my, my day job. And so I literally just have Rider Wade Smith decks scattered everywhere. Yeah, about the Roman numeral things, I didn't start really, like, learning the Roman numerals until I, like, started devoting more time to tarot. Embarrassing like, for both of us. It's we are, so embarrassing. so pretty, like, honestly. But now I feel so smart because if someone showed me, you know, honestly, 1 through 10 or even, like, what is it, 1 I, through 28, I'm good. every day whenever tarot gets brought up and I get to talk about <laughs> the occult esoteric symbolism in a card... I get to be like, yeah, let me just pull out my giant brain really quick. Yeah, I'm actually really smart. Let me talk to you about, you ever heard of the Archangel Michael? Let's talk about that. <laughs> She's got a big brain. Yeah. No, I am not Jewish. I don't speak Hebrew. But I can give you a little bit of an idea of like Hebrew letters because of tarot. Uh, couldn't tell you anything else. <laughs> so I get to feel like really well-rounded and knowledgeable about things. Um, well, I think that's all smart people do is that they're just well-rounded in like one yeah. particular spot. And they just talk about yeah. that one particular thing over and over again. Or they know a little bit about a lot of things. So they sound really smart. Actually, those are my favorite type of people because they like bring up the most random facts. And it's like, wow, I'm never going to forget that thing. <laughs> Thank you. When I was a teenager in the early days of the internet, there was a website called Cheeseburger. I don't oh know my God. Remember that? <laughs> I do. And every day they had a different random fact at the top of it. And I. <laughs> like absorbed so many like useless details because of cheeseburger that I've just never forgotten. <laughs> that is so funny how things like that work out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. What are like enough talking about me? What are you doing lately? Uh so nothing really ghostly or anything has happened and I just had my birthday and it was super amazing and just what I needed and it 
I don't know. I wish I could relive it all. Like we even stayed at a hotel that had a rooftop bar and they had this one area that had uh, like this gold sun that was on the ceiling that was like it was an indoor outdoor space and it was just uh-huh. so beautiful and I felt so magical in that did moment. Did you take a photo of it? I did. I took a video of it. I okay, posted it to Instagram. It me. Immediately <laughs> sent it to me. <laughs> But it was so pretty. Uh, It sounds pretty. I'm going to go back. But I have been reading a new book. Who's surprised? No one's surprised. I'm reading The House Witch that you recommended a couple episodes ago. Are you liking it? I really like it. Yeah. It's so funny. I really like it. I I really like it. (laughs) I had to force myself to take a break between the second and third so I could read this one book. And it's Wayward. And it's about like three different generations of witches. And (laughs) okay, like if you are very sensitive to trauma, I would not read it. But it is very good. Like I can I literally cannot put it down. Like these women are have such like a deep connection with nature that is so magical. And I love how the author describes it. And I'm like, I want that. Because <laughs> it's There's kind of like book. that magical realism thing. There is a book that everybody is talking about right now called Song of Achilles. I just had to look it up to make sure that I didn't just ma- like make up the title in my head. And everybody's like crying and saying how it's like causing emotional damage. And that honestly makes me want to read it even more. I know. <laughs> I like, used to not <sighs> be that way. Like reading like sad, like wayward. Oh. I would have been like, I'm putting this down. This is horrible. Like, <laughs> but now that I'm older, I'm like, yes, I want to cry. <laughs> I, yeah, it's so fucked up. Like I've seen like, uh, do you know? Fr- well, of course, you know, Frankie of Chaotic Witch Aunt. Yeah. They posted it and they were like, you know, what the fuck is wrong with you people for recommending this book to me? And I'm like, I would like to read this book. I enjoy pain. <laughs> that reminds me of the great witch of Bethany. Um, mm-hmm. th- like, I think I mentioned it like way, like maybe earlier this year. I, it sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. But I swear I cried at least once every chapter. <laughs> oh my but gosh. It was so good. Like, it is on my bookshelf that it's paperback and it's full of like it's all of my important books I have in hardback but I'll keep it there on paperback uh-huh. that's how much I love all it all my important books listen to you <laughs> <laughs> you're so cute thanks <laughs> I like I just want to feel something when I read a book either mm-hmm. I want to be laughing I want to feel transported somewhere else I want to be like invested crying like I need to feel something when I'm reading a book. And if I don't feel anything, I'm like, goodbye. <laughs> I will never look at this book again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why but- I do Kindle Unlimited, because I just cannot be bothered to spend $25 on a book that I'm fe- I am feel nothing by like 50 pages in. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you know what? This is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... Uh, I don't know. I feel like the older that we get, the more that we like books like that. And then also, I know a lot of people have problems with books with really descriptive imagery. Like if you go through like mm-hmm. through Ninth House or its sequel, Hellbent, like there's tons of reviews complaining about how the author um, is too descriptive. And I'm like, really? I love that. I love like picturing the place around me. And they're like, you know what is it like 
write it, don't show it, or something. I forgot what the term is, but it's like um, I like that. Am I an author? (laughs) (laughs) I I, I like descriptive books. I like things to be descriptive. I like to be able to kind of imagine the scenario. What I Mm -hmm. don't like is the over description of like things that are just not necessary to be over described. And I think this comes from the fact that I love reading romance novels um in romance novels the bad ones and when i i when i say bad ones because they're all bad mm-hmm. let's be honest the none of them are like oh, this should get a nobel prize like they're all bad books but the ones that are like oh god i like i shudder to even like use this as an example it's like when they describe like the genitals specifically <laughs> like a de- it'll be like oh. i am like picturing a very specific example okay uh-huh. i'm gonna say this right now trigger warning if you don't want to hear something gross about a penis i'll wait (laughs) when it'll be like the tip of his shaft had one single drop of pre-cum coming down it she quivered in shakes his veins rose from the and i'm like "Ah, i didn't need to know that i didn't need to know that at all why are you saying the latest Sarah J. Moss books? Because that's literally how it is. I just like, I love a good romance novel. Listen, I've read many a book that has a quivering member in it, okay? But there's like a line in like the descriptive detail where we're just like, mm, maybe I didn't need to know that. <laughs> Curious why yeah. you felt it had to be included. <laughs> it's just it's too much it's too much i don't want to picture that Uh i like the over detail though when we're talking about things like scenery or if we're describing how a person looks because then i get this pure picture in my head and i feel like i can really take that with me through the book you know what i mean exactly like i don't i don't need to know about the drop of pre-com i just don't (laughs) Or you? how a lot of cis male people write women like her boobs heaved as they glistened her in the sun. Her nipples pointed towards the sun. Like, bitch, whose nipples are pointing towards the sun? Like, maybe I'm just old now. I've seen a lot of boobs in my life. I went to art school. Whose nipples are pointing towards the sun? Even if you have perky boobs, they're like they're they're pointing forward, not up. <laughs> I just think a lot of like authors like that think that they're like wacky inflatable armen. Like they just go. <laughs> I mean, maybe like when we're eighty, they might be that way, Bob. <laughs> and we will own it, but. <laughs> oh my goodness! Hey, hey, uh, CJ fucking Smith or whatever like weird pen name that you've got. That's uh, not actually how women are built <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, actually, have you ever? Uh, we're getting way off topic here, but that's fine. Um, have you ever listened to the podcast? My dad wrote a porno. No, no. First of all, you should at least the first season. Uh, if you guys have never listened to my dad wrote a porno, you need to listen to the first season. The premise is guy about our age finds out that his dad wrote a series of erotic fictions under a pen name. And the podcast is him reading his dad's very bad erotic fictions 
like to the audience and his two friends are there they kind of like talk about it and have a little back and forth banter about the erotic fiction he reads a chapter in episode and there is a chapter where he says mind you the guy is Irish right Mm -hmm. or he's English but his dad's Irish something like that he in one chapter describes the woman's nipples as hard as rivets on the Titanic and <laughs> I know. And uh, the, the guy, the narrator, whose dad uh-huh. it is, I think his name is Jamie. <clears throat> I could be wrong, but I think his name is Jamie. Uh, was like, I feel like that's in poor taste, considering we had actual relatives who died on the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And so, honestly, it's a great... The, one of the greatest podcasts I've ever listened to. It's so funny. I only made it to the end of the second season, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just like life got in the way. But it's one that my husband and I listen to in full because it's nothing but stuff like that. At one oh, point, he says that he grabs the woman's cervix. So. <laughs> I didn't know it was catchable. This girl, girl, Alice, who is the friend, is like, has he, does he know where the cervix is located? (laughs) She's like, you need medical equipment to get up there. (laughs) Oh, no. Great podcast. 10 out of 10. I need need to listen to it. You really do. (laughs) You and your wife need to listen to it and then report back to me because you're going to love it. Like you're yeah. going to love it. It's it's one of those things that anybody I know that I've recommended that podcast to has been like, I am so glad that I got this. Like, I'm so glad I listened to this. It's so funny. <laughs> Cause it is. It's really, really it's uncomfortable though. I'm not gonna pretend like it's not. Cause it is an erotic fiction written by a man who seems as though he does not have three children, um, and that he maybe hasn't had sex ever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. Well, that sounds hilarious. And I definitely want to listen. So. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. Have you been digging into any magical books? Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? Yeah. No, yeah. We we just finished on the Discord. We just finished uh, Wild Witchcraft in the book club. Mm -hmm. And we're starting Weave the Liminal. Oh, that's such a good book. I've already read it before. Yeah, I've already read it before. But everybody was talking about it, and I was just like, let's just read it again. Um, When I say again, I mean for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I liked this book so much the first time that I'm actually so excited to read it again. Um, um, It's been... Because I read it when it first came out, which is like two years ago now, right? Mm -hmm. I think I was on maternity leave. Like, I'm pretty sure. Um, I think I was (laughs) rereading it, and you were reading it like we did at the same time. Yeah. yeah, and so it's been a while. So I'm thinking just with my life having, for me personally, my life mm-hmm. having evolved so much in that time, uh, I'm thinking new perspective. It might be a really good reread. Yeah, I agree. It was, it was such a good book the first time. I'm excited. Honestly, I think the when Discord we brought is it up, it. And, yeah, when we brought it up in Discord, I was like, mm, <laughs> should I listen to the audiobook version? I haven't done that before. Maybe we can do it. <laughs> But I like as much as I love audiobooks, I can't do it for witty books because I need it like in front of me and looking at it, especially if I'm enjoying it because I want to mm-hmm. take notes and I want to yeah. like highlight and do stuff. I have, it depends on for me. It really depends on the narrator. Mm-hmm. Um, Troy books who did like uh, Black Toad and 
Oh, what's the other one that they did that I read? I don't remember. Anyway, Troy Books does all the like uh, traditional witchcraft books by like Gemma mm. Gary and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, their narrator on Audible, at least, mm-hmm. I cannot do it. Troy Books books are great. They love them. I think Gemma Gary is a genius. I love those books so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that their Audible reader does those books such a disservice because it is just like dry information coming at you where I'm like, it would actually be faster if I just read it myself. (laughs) This is not a good time. (laughs) Yeah, there are like tons of books like that where I'm like, this really shouldn't be on audiobook format. Like especially like get a better reader. Well, correspondence books and stuff like that. It's just oh. dry information where it's just like straight up information that's Hazel. like you're good for money, it. wealth, <laughs> prosperity, <laughs> luck. Don't you want to refer back? I mean, that's the you're whole like, point oh. of correspondence books. It can be like uh, you could do a correspondence book. Like, um, do you remember Dexter's Laboratory? <laughs> yeah. Remember the omelette fromage <laughs> episode? Yeah. It'd be like that. You listen to it overnight and you're just like, remember everything? That would be amazing. Thanks. <laughs> and then you can only speak in correspondences. <laughs> oh my god. Don't I Is that real? Is that a real kidding. thing? What, the subliminal messaging yeah. at night? Yeah, people do it to like quit smoking and stuff. Really? Yeah. I always just thought that was like a cartoon thing. No, I like I, I my aunt did it. I believe. Huh? Uh, yeah, I, I don't think it worked. <laughs> <laughs> it is a thing. It's it real, is a thing. but not successful. Guys, do not try it. <laughs> and I know actually, um, there's like YouTube videos where they have subliminal messaging under like white noise or something, and you listen to it at night, and it's like affirmations or like things that like you know to feel more confident or something, and like witches and people use it who need a little bit of oomph throughout their day yeah i've never done it because i'm always scared that someone would have bad intentions and like like, subliminal message me to like kill my family or something exactly and then that's how the satanic panic started guys (laughs) or be like go spend all your money on these new nikes okay bye yeah that would be bad. Like, for some reason, I really want Nikes. I don't own any. I don't know. I just, I all I can think about is Nikes. <laughs> Nike TNs. I just want to look like a rude man. <laughs> but no, apparently therapists and psychologists do that, so. Really? I mean, I think yeah. then if that was the case, I'd be really leery to do one on, like, YouTube or something. I'd, yeah. like, I'd want to find, like, an author. Or something, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like something that's been published and like vetted to some degree. So that way I'm not like. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? Josie what? and the Pussycats. <laughs> oh my God. Why? Is, like, honestly, why is everything in this episode just us remembering things that happened when we were like 12? Because we're old. We're 30. This is what we do. We reminisce. Ha- you went to go see Hawthorne Heights and now it's just like it's 2005 again. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> I'm gonna dye no. my hair black and do no a little one, like. <laughs> no one looked like it was 2005. Oh there. my god! You're gonna be oh. like, you're oh gonna be like, Papa, are you ready to record today? And I'd be like, you can't tell me what to do, Mom. Though I will say, the 30-something-year-olds like trying to crowd surf during Hawthorne Heights was very scary. 
and we should not be doing this at our age especially when half of, okay half of the audience is like little tiny ex emo scene girls who cannot lift up a grown ass man yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was so dangerous. Like I literally had to look away like a bunch of times. That's scary. So <laughs> dangerous. So dangerous. So the highlight of the night was someone seen dancing in the mosh pit. Oh, <gasps> oh no! So good. They were doing the windmill arms. They did the well. They did their oh best to do the high kick. It was. That's amazing. It was a sight to behold. <laughs> That's incredible in every way. I wish I had seen that. I'm really jealous. Uh, I used to go to emo night all the time when we still lived in San Francisco. It was so fun. <laughs> so fun. It was so good. Now I'm old. I have so a toddler old. and I have to get a babysitter to do things like anything. <laughs> Don't worry. Eventually you'll be like me and you'll have an almost high schooler who is Makes very self-sufficient. Makes me sick to think about, by the way. Oh, it makes me sick to think about that it, too. I cannot in believe. High school. I think when we what? met, they were six or seven. Yeah. Fucking yeah. psychotic. It's horrible. horrible. Time passes by so fast when the you're kid older. I used to nanny, there's two kids I used to nanny. The older one uh-huh. uh, is going to be 17 this year. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That's gross. He, he used to like, come home from school and he'd be like, Wobbin, Wobbin, do you want to play spa today, Wobbin? <laughs> and now he's like, well, actually, uh, and like, the thing is, I know he's joking, but it's still hate hearing it. He's like, Andrew Tate is the top G. And I'm just like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. I really like going over there, though, because I'm like his big sister. So like, uh-huh. he'll like do little clapbacks at his parents who like can't think of anything to come back. And I'm just like, yeah, well, you're a virgin who can't drive. <laughs> and he's just like, what? <laughs> What? I'm like, yeah, I'm not your mom. I can say something like that. Emotional <laughs> damage. Emotional damage. Absolutely <laughs> obliterated him. <laughs> so funny. And then his sister, so who's like five years younger than him, mm-hmm. um, will try to do that too. I'm like, hey, no, you can't say that. <laughs> You're 12. I can say that because I am a hilarious adult. Um, you cannot say that though. <laughs> Mom oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh my goodness! Hate time. Hate Me time. Too. <laughs> Speaking of it, which I think it is time. Yeah, I think it is time. <laughs> I think it is time. Yeah. So that being said, everyone, uh, as we wrap up this episode, thank you very much for joining us this week for Coffee Talk. We hope to see you next time for our regular episode. You can check out our website for links to our submission forums or shoot us an email at submissions at coffeeandcoldrews.com. Tell us any ghost stories, witchy stories, tips or topics that you think the community would love to hear. And as always, if you enjoy Coffee and Cauldrons, please take a moment to review us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Or if you want to support us directly, consider joining us on Patreon, where we share articles, special part two exclusive episodes, have a spell of the month box, and a Discord full of fun events. So full of fun events and great people. So yeah. Yeah. Bye.